This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, so back for another half live. How are we, boys? Good. Very, very good, mate. Went down a treat by here last week, too, guys. Seriously. Right. Downloads are fucking very good. Well, if Paul stays listening to this, using this, mate. When is he coming on with me? He's scared of me, isn't he? He can't come on a Premier League podcast, mate. No, but I know, right. He needs to go on the next one or I'm not coming. Are you wanting him on? Aye. For what reason? Just nobody can see it, so you didn't look good sitting next to him. Just uh, <laughs> Jan, I don't look good, I don't look good <laughs> sitting next to anybody. Boy, <laughs> Never mind. I might do him a favour. <laughs> but I was going to say, third best looking, I would say second and third best looking playing the Prem. Scottish after Big Charlie Adam. <laughs> In reverse order, is that? <laughs> oh, he's been all right. He's done Sky together. I seen that. Good mate. Oh, aye. Good mate. Good. Good. Enjoying good. each other's company. Or is it getting a wee bit too much? No, no it's been all right. Mate, aye. Getting to know him. Uh-huh. Good. And what, so, what oh. have you got to know about him? Aye, he, right. he loves Everton. Loves Everton. Aye. He actually had an, his Everton top under his jumper there. Under his suit. Aye. Aye. You love Everton, Tommy. We'll that was the Everton. feedback he we got. He was the centre of Everton. Andy Gray was your hero growing up? No, Andy Gray wasn't. Richard Keyes was yours? No, it was Graham Sharp, wasn't it? <coughs> Sharpie. Sharpie. Still gets wheeled yeah. out, doesn't he? Sharpie, Sharpie, Sharpie stays up steps. I see him every now and again. Stays up steps. Sharpie's on no, the board. He does, Graham is Sharp. Nah, seen him walking about. No, He's he like, doesn't stay there. He must have. No, it's 100% place, stays down in Liverpool, mate. He used to get whipped out for every single meal. He's on the board. Tom Boyd. He's on the board. Oh, is he? Ferry's an Everton legend, he? is. He's a legend. What were you going to say? He's like who? Tom Boyd. Tom Boyd loves it, doesn't he? Ah, he just like just gets whipped, like, whipped out every. Well, every that's what being an ambassador. Ah, I get that. So he's, he's an ambassador, isn't he? Somebody what? told me Tom Boyd's hippie as well. <laughs> I heard that as well. <laughs> I actually heard that. All <laughs> uh, right, Grovner Sport boys, sign up offer from Grovner Sport. Bet five pound, get twenty five pound free any bet in any sport. Sign up at gsport.com forward slash open goal. He's watching boxing at the weekend. Hi, hi. What happened to Joshua then? Don't know, mate. He lost. He said a Tom Boyd. Can you rest? Can you rest? Uh, I actually thought, and it's probably an unpopular opinion, that he'd done all right. I actually thought he was doing well, and then he he lost it in in the end. But in the fight? Aye. I thought he'd done all right. right. He did all right. He was outclassed, but there was a speech at the end, man. Just where was this going? This is like cringe. It was a two parts to it, though. The fact he dropped the belts and stormed out and was shouting at some of the crowd, and then he's like... He came back and was like, could apologetic, wouldn't he? He was like, reset himself, and then come back in and... 
I was uh, in the ends in, red, in Redden. I was in the, the ends with the Utes. With the Utes. Yeah, guys, for Ukraine. Uh, battled, uh, whatever's going on in Ukraine, I don't know what's going on, but it's going to just walk home. I was in the I was in the ends with the Utes. He's had a tomboy moment there, hasn't he? That was bizarre. Boydy does, that's how Boydy uh, reacts if Tosh McKinley gets invited to Celtic Town, he does that. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're on at the Premier League. Uh, Leeds beat Chelsea 3-0. Um, surprise, given Chelsea's squad this season, manager, some result for Leeds, wasn't it? It was brilliant, um, but I think Leeds were, were excellent. Thomas Tuchel after the game was saying that they didn't deserve to lose and it was you know a mistake and whatever else, but you know Leeds, the pressure they put them under were excellent. He, um, Jesse Marsh done a, like a talk on my pro licence. Ah, oh, you said that? He was outstanding. Is he not a bit cheesy in American Jews? No, no, he wasn't. He was outstanding, honestly. Was he? Aye. What, he what was, was really the main good. things you got for it? Just ball speed bath. Is that what Americans talk about, ball speed? Mate, everyone talks about ball speed. Oh, did right? Were you a ball speed coach? No. No. I'm not a ball speed coach. I get into trouble for saying the low block. and As soon as it came out my mouth, I made a mistake. But not just these... He went through everything that he'd done as a, a player, getting into coaching and what, always wanting to go and work in Europe or come to Europe and work. Um, going to Austria. I think he worked with Ranić, he was his assistant at Leipzig Ralph, was he? Uh, initially. And then he went to Salzburg and he was just talking about you know, getting to know the place he was working in, understanding the fans and then just the way he dealt with the players. It was like making it as simple as possible. He worked under... Bob Bradley as well, didn't he? No, he never. Rang, he did. Didn't he? He, he worked under Ellen Perdue. And, uh, and so he, he, he spoke <laughs> about Pavley. him getting battered for the Americanisms. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to make sure I don't say them. But he, honestly, he was brilliant. He's, he gives people a bit, didn't he? Because we were talking yeah. about Tuchel before it, saying, he sh- I hope he better not be yeah, on the dugout, he better be in the stand. Uh-huh. He takes no, sh- <clears throat> takes no shit, man. Nah, he, he's, he was brilliant. Do you think, you think he's a, I can tell you think he's a dickbag, <laughs> No, do, do you know what he is? He, he actually seems to be doing well with these. No, it's it just been American people. It's, it's, it's bad saying it, isn't it? Because Americans are so new to football. It? It's yeah. just, they're not really embedded in, the, in this culture. But mm. I think he seems good. Talks well and he's definitely got leads playing well. What is his style? Is it sort of high press? It's, it's high press, mate. Yeah, it's spoke after it, didn't he? High uh, press. Uh, outrunning opponents, fighting, battling. Um, but obviously he's brought in players that that fit into that, and they've played some good stuff as well. I, I, I think I think they'll do well this year. I really do. He's both played at Ellen Road, some place, haven't it? Mm. Aye, I, I you played there as well. Right? I won three 0 mate. Him. Sorry. Sorry. I was only stick that in your pipe, Jesse. I think I've lost every game I've played there. Actually. Have you? Nah. I'll show you how it's done, nah. you man. Sunderland lost every game we played there. Why is that? Nah. Good atmosphere, eh? Great atmosphere. Marching on together. Oh, really good atmosphere. Was yeah. Bamford yeah. playing? Eh. Uh, no, he wasn't actually. No. Nah. What about your? Roof was up front. It was, really... uh, it was Ruth. He was good. I thought actually, yeah. he was good. What, busy, busy, quite quite sharp, but looked strong for his size as well. I thought. Yeah. I thought he was one of the better players. They had a good team to be around. You can do whatever you want here, and you choose to have it like that, right? We we have our hair the way it has to be, so we're not going to slag barmets. Come on, what is that squint? Is my friend squint? I'm always part of that. It is squint, is it? You see it in that mirror? Uh, That's why I sit here. I thought you'd put it in a side chair, to be honest, mate. Uh, Does it look like it's meant to be straight? It's meant to be straight down, is that a side chair? That Leeds team you played against, you played Viduka, Smith, Robinson, Milner, Pennant. Don't know how Gary Kelly's got in with that fucking company, but we've put him in there, Gary Kelly as well. 
they, they were champions league win and they got relegated that year in the Premier League. Using uh, a relegation battle with them. Yeah, it was Leeds my, team to now. The, mm, no, no, it was my first start was against Leeds, and we battered them four 0 um, and they had, they had all these players playing um, and having themselves. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. The, the boy Rocky Junior playing for them as well. He'd won the World Cup and. Big now he's at him, his shirt was hanging <laughs> off his... <laughs> <laughs> well, aye, I think he'd take that. Um, but aye, they, they won the, we, we battered them 4-0. Um, and it was my first game, my first start in the Premier League. And I thought, wow, if this team go to the Champions League semi-final, you know that We're long before it, then, you know, I, I'm I'm ready here. But then the next week, I'm crashing back down to earth against Stevie Carr. Got absolutely bullied. Was Carr Talking good? Away. Just Barry Ferguson loves Stevie Carr. Aggressive, uh -huh. aggressive. Got tight. Knew when to get tight. Knew when to kick you. Knew when to stand off you. I played against Gary Kelly directly against him, and he was starter for Republic Ireland ahead of Stevie Carr. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a good day. It was probably probably one of my best games. Actually, my first game. Uh, and then the next week against Stevie Carr. Wow. Brought back down to earth. Tough lesson, huh? Oh, you probably both That's funny, that, because Gary Kelly's like, <clears throat> supposed to have been an absolute legend of a guy, but mm. when he was at Leeds, he was like, everybody said he was absolutely class. What uh, player? Like, he, uh, was a, he, was a, he was a top player. Was he? Uh, he was. Very highly rated. So I, I'm going into that game thinking, right, I need to, it's my first start. I played against Stockport the midweek, done well. At Stockport? No, at home. Oh, um, and then playing against Gary Kelly, who, as I said, was ahead of Stevie Carey, was Ireland's. They must have close to 100 caps for Ireland. No, I'm not, I'm not sure how many caps he's got, but it's funny how that works, doesn't it? You think, you think uh, Maybe Gary that was Kelly, what I thought as well. And then you come up and play against him, and yeah, this was an easy enough day. Uh, and then Stevie Carr, you're not worried about. And he's no, probably, ball, he's probably bombing on yeah. right up you every time you get the ball up. Uh, right up, right up your arse. I, I would like to think ball, that uh, Gary Kelly phoned Stevie Carr and says, watch this wee guy. And mm. he did. Uh, he and he absolutely... Honestly, I've never felt <coughs> so humiliated in my life in, in a football pitch. He was stocky, wasn't he, Stephen Carr? Oh, Plus, he would just play it inside and bomb on, wasn't he? Solid. Uh, I played with him at Birmingham. He was unbelievable. He'd retired for like seven months and he came back, signed a month deal for, in the January, then he just kept signing month, a month, month, and then uh, he captained us to the. Like, so Gareth Ferguson. Aye, he's nuts, but in training, incredible. Great shape, just. He was brilliant. One of the guys you go, hi, I'll have you in my team no matter where you are. You, were you Ireland then? Mm -hmm. What were they like? So were you a young boy? Well, Gary Kelly, I wasn't. Gary Kelly, I wasn't. Uh, Stevie Carr, I was. I think I remember Stevie Carr a few times. First few trips. <laughs> How was that? Did you? Why well, did that happen? Did he ask to get oh, you? No, I wouldn't have asked to get you. probably get popped in there. You know what? It's like awkward when you're about 18. Yeah. I think I had like Andy O'Brien. Andy O'Brien. Who the big nose at Newcastle? <laughs> I'm like 18 in the, the first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is there is a mirror behind him, you're looking at it. <laughs> Andy O'Brien, who else? Graham Kavanagh, the Cav. Oh, with the, the worst fringe in football? All right. <laughs> Up to now. <laughs> just, a, just a wee tub of a shockwave just going like that. You only touch the fringe with the gel, right? The rest of his hair was bone, bone dry. Right, and you and Steve Staunton used to get one bedroom room together, didn't you? <laughs> in Stan. No, oh, he was actually my gaffer. What's he? Oh, he was my gaffer. Was he a hero, Steve? Don't oh, he? I was saying. Was he? He was all that, all that era. All I never, heroes. never had anybody in that squad. Like that was probably one of the best <clears> things about Ireland. There was never. I'd say it wasn't a football ability. It was a more togetherness that probably took us further than we should have went. Hmm. Like you wouldn't look at a squad like at the Euros six years ago and go, like, any of those players are top, top, top players, elite players. Probably not. A couple of like really good players then 
the rest were all good players, but we end up getting to the last 16 of the Euros. And I'd say it's more to do with the actual team. Was it a big drink? I think a few nah. people have it. So what, it was any good a few years stories? Ago. What was it? Days on end? Days, mate. Was it? Mm, days like... So if you were, if people have said if you're playing Saturday and you're playing Tuesday, you're drinking Saturday or day Sunday? Aye, so you'd meet up on the Sunday and it'd be like, like get in, played on the Saturday, get in, drop your bags off in the hotel, text somebody and say, MD about, and it'd be like a squad down in the bar <clears> or a squad down in the pub and it'd be like Sunday, Monday, then it would filter off. Then game Friday or game Saturday night, but Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. Just oh, yeah. continue. It was like stag days. Mind that day, he says, you don't want to say anything to get you into trouble. No, that's what I think. A lot of people have came on and said that. I guess we've been talking about The guys that well known. we used to have would be like, I would just meet up and go to the, the pub, and we're meeting up and going training on a Sunday and double sessions every day. and you're like they're getting a tournament. That's why he chose Ireland. That's why he didn't chose Ireland. You're saying like that's a bad thing, but that's not a slight because we actually done well yeah, with yeah. that squad. Uh-huh. And, and doing that, did, uh-huh. people might say, "Oh, you could have done so much better if you didn't nah. do that." But no, that was the biggest thing. Yeah, it's like, all the lads got on really, really well. well. There wasn't think, anybody in the squad that you'd go, "Oh, he was, he was, he was an outcast, or nobody liked him." It was a great squad. When you know it's a good squad, then you, you get it. Where there's people that are dedicated, they'll be there no matter what. If they're left at the squad, if the phone call will be there within an hour, they're desperate to play. There's other ones that play because it's they enjoy it, it's maybe good for them. And there's ones that maybe flit in between and say, I can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in a squad. But if you've got that at the start of it, and that unit that's together, Boys everybody's to like, right, when's the next international? Nobody's pulling out the squads. Like. Just for the days, <laughs> Who else was heroes in that squad? Uh, Kino, Kino was really good to be fair. Kino was good. Were you with Kev Coban? Aye. Kev was a good guy. Zenadine Coban, uh huh. Great guy. Where'd you play Everton? A lot of the lads. A lot of the older lads were. Good lads. Aye, really good lads. Was the Scotland was the Scotland team like that in terms of going out for a, a drink? Nah. No before. No nah. before. Sometimes you get it after the game or on the Saturday and between the Wednesday. No like no that fifteen nah. bites or that, you'd have a few, but We'd, we'd a, it's always strange because Big Mick likes 15 <laughs> pounds against, doesn't he? <laughs> you've got um, <laughs> you've got a a, dyna- a dynamic where you've got a lot of Rangers players a lot of Celtic players and people think they don't go on but certainly the older the older generation did like, Where were you in amongst that? In? Right Celtic Right in amongst it You were know, the Celtic end weren't you? Right <laughs> in amongst it I just got well I got I played obviously I was Big Lee McCulloch's boot boy played with David Weir <clears throat> so they were they were guys that I knew. What are you talking about? Um, but no, everybody just mixed. If it was a coffee school, that was the guys. It didn't matter who it was. If it was, we'd have the PlayStation or whatever. That's that's what happened. Card school didn't matter. Everybody mixed. Mixed together, and it? they were they, they got on great. Were you involved in that time uh, <clears throat> with Ferguson and no, McGregor? No, God. What were you up in your room? No, I was there. <laughs> oh, I was in that squad. Oh, huh? were you not? No. What you got patched for that squad? <clears throat> no, I was injured. Oh, well, you're right. Thank God. Uh-huh. Fergie's still <laughs> with that. Seems it was quite a lot made over, not a lot as well at the time. I think like, there's a few in there. Ah, uh, there's a few get away. I don't know the, the, the story. You exactly. do. You know the story. You know the story better than me. Nah. <laughs> right, you know, went completely off track, but it was good. Uh, I wanted to ask you: uh, Was Viduka at like when you were in? Young, no. you young, young enough no. gone. Um, that Leeds team, as we said, um, <clears throat> Leeds they're a Premier League club, and could they challenge for Europe? Can they get back to the dizzy heights? I think they could do. This season or in time? Yeah. Um, I think they, I think they can. I think they've got a. I said already spoke about the manager. I think they've got a good manager. And when when he starts 
if they if they go on a run and start doing well, then the fact that he is American will stop getting talked about because then people start talking about his ability as a manager. Yeah, I think they've got a chance. I think the there's a few teams that are that are capable of, of putting a run on because of you know what's happening in the new some of the bigger teams. You never know. What about any other Americans that you've played? Did you play with Landon Donovan? Yeah. You and Dom Servi no. were tight. <laughs> He was the first guy I thought of when I seen that question. <laughs> you know, he's like a mad Trump supporter, huh? A mad what? Trump, Donald Trump supporter. Oh, is he? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just thought he was do you remember nice he, enough guy. Do you remember he caught Nicky Riley <clears throat> rubbing his gloves with his boys? <laughs> <laughs> he was going <laughs> to kill him. He's only goalie with six foot seven who could get dinked every day in training. <laughs> <laughs> he was hopeless, wasn't he? <laughs> get dinked every day. <laughs> No. I've told you the story anyway. I said to her, I've told you on the podcast. I went, I've tried to be nice, mate. First tennis one. I went, I know, big man, do you like 50 cent? And he pure looked at us like I just shot in his face. He went, do you mean 50 cent? <laughs> what a dick. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was funny though, wasn't it? Because anytime you used to joke about America, like, you know, something going on in America, like take the piss out something, he would get properly oh, raging oh, about raging, it. Pure yeah. patriotic. Uh, uh, any other Americans? Like Landon Donovan? Landon Donovan oh. was there, my second spell. Uh, Player, Tim, nah. Tim Howard. Uh, he was good. He was good. He was only there, he, I think he'd been before, and then he came back on alone. He was at LA Galaxy, so he was only there for two or three months. But uh, he was a good player. What about Howard? Did he hate the Nets? Aye, Tim would. Would he shout stuff? No. No, no he it wasn't that sort of stuff. No, he wasn't. He was a ticket, hadn't he? He used to come up with coughing. It wasn't bad. Wasn't great guy. Yeah. Is he top man? He's Aye. fucking ripped, Brilliant. isn't he? Great guy. Brilliant yeah. goalie as well. Um, didn't he have that? Like. I don't know, because you're, you think, going for Scotland to England, the banter's different. He was like, right in amongst it. He was, loved being involved in it. He was a great guy. Did him and uh, Bill Kernwright know they want to win basketball games? I don't know. <laughs> 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 he had the best punt ever. Though. He, used to, he used to do the old school bounce. And then run and bounce and just right. punt it high in the air. Bro, he scored. He Were scored you there when uh, Bill Kernwright brought That's Sylvester Stone to a game? Aye. No way. Did Aye. you meet him? Aye. Can what was he like? Ah, it was mental. It's like, just came in the dressing room, all the boys were all over him and Moise was one where, like, preparation was everything and everything was serious, so you're like, right, fuck, Rocky's coming, love Rocky, love all the films, could watch them all day, every yeah, day, yeah. and I'm like, right, but we've got a game here, so he's out in the pitch, dancing about with a scarf and all that. He's not been back since though, has he, either? I don't know, he's an Everton fan, he's not been back. Has he not that? <laughs> He's in your supporter group, you know. It's in my one. <laughs> yeah. And then he was in the dressing room, and I'm like, right, I need to meet Rocky, uh-huh. but I'm going to meet him and then go on with it. Tim Cahill had all sorts of stuff for him to sign. Gloves and all that. He's signing it. Sly, <laughs> Sylvester, Rocky, everything. He'd loads of them. Man, we've got a game. Gaffer's going to be going mental oh, yeah. here. Didn't bother, I was raging, I never took it in into oh, you know, But I met him anyway, uh-huh. I met Rocky. Is he a good I ran guy? up the steps and done the old... What in Philadelphia uh, have you, huh? Done the old uh, Rocky stuff. Any other oh. Americans, you? Yeah. Uh, I forgot about Tim Hill, actually. How about you put that? Have you seen Everton here? Everton as well, right? uh-huh. Good guy? Aye, good guy. Was he mad into his American sports? No, like he's saying there, James is saying it, but he, he actually was quite, kind of almost converted to being yeah. a kind of... Like a British player, yeah, the way you used to speak and stuff like that, and the way you used to talk about football and that. You didn't think of him as American. Uh, I loved his American sport, but not like your typical American guy. He was yeah. more like British, I thought. Yeah, he'd been there for so long. He obviously went to Man United, didn't he? 
Ah, so he did. He was at Man United. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was at Everton for years as well. Yeah. Good guy. Good goalie as well. Ah, Sylvester Stone kept shouting uh, Liverpool sub goalie's name, didn't he? Do you know what he is? Adrian. That's terrible. How long have you been thinking about that in the day? He's dreadful as well. You're in a relegation battle. I spoke about how, how what's the consequences for a club ah, if was, that happens. Somebody tough. says Burnley have lost an absolute fortune. Um, we're going down. Ah, but their ownership was a bit. Their ownership's different. They kind of gambled on staying up, didn't they? When they when they took over, but. For us, it was, um, I'd signed that year, I think the season before, they'd finished in the top half, maybe seventh. And then it was about, obviously, try to, try to do well again, but we were down the bottom. I think we got safe with a few games to spare, um, but it's no nice because you know that, obviously, the, the financial side of it. Um, but you, it's no nice getting beat every week either. Was that under Moisey? Aye. How was he in a relegation battle? Do you know what? I don't really remember too much about it. I remember coming to the end, being safe. I think we played Man City the last game of the season, or second last game of the season away. We got absolutely battered, but it was before Man City were like a top side. It beat 5-1. He was fuming. Absolutely fuming because we were safe, but it was like, it's unacceptable. Mm. And then we went away pre-season. We went to America in pre-season. <clears throat> and they... It was really, really strict and really hard, but there was a there was a wee bit of a change in him, and he, he, he I don't want to say softened because it sounds like he was never soft, mm-hmm. but he, he just he, there was a difference in him, um, and it just it was a brilliant trip. We were away for ten days, and as soon as we got because of how hard it is, as soon as we got there, he's like right, go and have a couple of beers, um, day off or train them or whatever, but have a few beers, go and enjoy yourself. Do you ever get a beer room, Moisey? <clears throat> no. Never, nah. Did he no. not do that? Uh, well, he, he always organised, every year he would organise like a, a night out for all the all the players, all the wives, staff, all their partners, and have like a meal and hire at a hall and have like a, a party, basically. Mm-hmm. So you were all getting to know each other. New players had to get up and sing. If you were there, you, well, we tried to get everybody up and sing. That was just part of the culture. So he was good at that side of it <clears throat> but going that pre-season trip it was like right going you just can have a have a few beers relax and then we trained hard played game then have a night out in between then have a night out at the end so when you're 10 days away Not knowing bad. how hard <laughs> it is that was after being in Austria and getting absolutely battered but it, it going back to your stuff with Ireland it, it, you get together then and then that next season we finished fourth so it works he done he done something to change it and it, it was all about always all about the team and how the team functioned and you know you hear all the day you know work hard high intensity he was obsessed with your pro zone stuff your kilometres your high intensity running all that you stuff you could do that now it had to be so would you cover a lot of ground when yeah, you played for Everton huh? you had to be I played we'd play a 4-4 either a 4-1-4-1 or a 4-4-1-1 and I'd play wide and he'd, he'd say his wide men had to had to do things it was impossible if you were on the attack you had to be all the way up if you were on defence you had to be all the way back so it was like you either if you didn't run you didn't play mm. and he checked it every week if you lost a game he'd go right your stats are doing every player's doing a kilometre or whatever unacceptable he was obsessed with it well, where did you finish the years you were in the Premier League uh, season I joined he finished fifth oh he's fifth huh? uh, should have finished fourth really but we we had a bit of a beast the last three, four games of the season. We lost at home to Palace, lost at home to Arsenal. I would drew at home to Arsenal. And Arsenal just pipped us in the last day to fourth. Uh, should have really finished fourth. 
had finished fifth, then the following season was like my only real proper season at the club. I think we finished maybe like 11th or something like that. Right. How was Martinez for, for boys socialising? Do you uh, mind that? Oh, he never organised anything himself, but. Just Jason Derulo concerts every week, wasn't it? That was basically it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. I don't. I think he's T Total Martinez as well, so right. I don't think he was massively keen on lads going out and stuff like that. But didn't have a massive culture of that anyway, because I, I found the British lads to be fair would go out the odd time, but the foreigners were. You know what it's like. People stick to their own kind of groups. You know, yeah. foreigners always kind of stick together. No, <clears throat> uh, like he wasn't mad on socialising. To be fair, he no. wasn't. Uh, just the way he is as a manager, I kind of never understand that though, because I think it's a massive part of football. Managers that. Don't go for it, or you know, managers that don't allow you a night out away pre season stuff. Like that. I never understand. So, that. would you not allow that pre season now, Martinez? <clears throat> Try it, maybe we went pre season. Well, no, nah. no, nah, because the pre season I was there, he didn't. And you know, everybody's been away for a week, and 10 days, it. and itching for like a night out just or a something. Break, and, it? ah, it's just, just like, but you've, you've been away pre season, not seeing your family, nothing, and you've been training twice a day, three times a day. I don't, I don't get why managers do that. Like, just, well, I hardly hate it as well. I don't get it. Like, Moyes have done it all the time. Not just the meal. We'd, we'd go away in November time for a couple of days to the Lake District and it'd be, you would have to go for a run in the morning but you'd be going to socialise, have a meal, have a few drinks, go up the next day, go for a run or day the team building stuff and then, <clears throat> depending on what happened with the FA Cup, you'd take the boys away like four or five days. Again, go and have a night out, run in the next day, every day. But mm. it was all about getting Team the team together. I think the lads can always put up with that, see if there's a night out <clears> as long as you're not you're not taking the piss and you're not, as long as you're not getting arrested yeah, yeah. or you're, you're not missing the flight. I mean, as long as you work hard, mm-hmm. I think. Lads, lads love that. I think it's depends what you're going for. You missed the flight in Scotland. <laughs> the last game of the season. <laughs> uh, it depends what you're going for. I think if you're going known, right, we've got to work hard and you'll get a, a night out in the middle, then as long as you work hard, then fine. Uh-huh. Sometimes, as I said, they would take you away and it was it was about team bonding rather than fitness. You still had to go for a run, but you just had to be there. Mm. And and that's a guy that generally was really strict when it came to preparation and you know your attitude to training every single day had to be top top level. But when it was time to let your hair down, when I had hair at that point, <laughs> it was that was it. That's yeah. what you were doing, and it was about getting together. Um, and the, the new guys that used to come in pre-season sometimes were like, "What's going on here? You know, we're getting out this early and can you and sing and be part of it and get to know all the staff and that." So is that true, Moise? You loved the blue WKD? <clears throat> Don't know. That's that's a joke a joke there. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying I heard you. That's what he drinks. Uh, right, Champions League draw this week. Uh, Say that can potentially Rangers. What English team do you think they take the best chance against? Ars- uh, no, Arsenal aren't even at what I don't know. I was going to say. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Who, 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 who could they get a game? I think that, I think there's nothing to lose playing against them, no matter who it is. No be easy, but you would fancy that they can they can give them a game. You look it's at been Rangers, done in the past, isn't it? You look at Rangers mm. last year, well, they're the top on. the top teams, like <clears throat> when you were at Celtic, we were there, like you always got them the English champions. Yeah, it's the exact same. I know City, Liverpool might be. Would you, we can consider them a level above what it was 10, 15 years ago. Nah, probably not. Probably not. Nah. but they're the best teams there just now, and everyone's obsessed with the way they play and the players that they sign. But did you just change though playing against these nah. teams? No, just honestly, play the same we actually never did. No, that's that's the crazy thing. We never did. It's not like we even done a lot of shape or tactics or that. We just kind of like 
Do you know what it's like? Yeah, yeah. It's kind just of you, ran, you lying oh. behind the wall. That was all oh, you did. Lying behind the wall, man. I'm getting you, guys. Oh. <laughs> How come it was always me, though? <laughs> oh, no, it was me. How many That's what I remember. No, no one ever does it. No one ever does it. Nah, it's never worked. 10 free kicks in training. Aiden, you've got to lie down behind the wall. <laughs> I remember that. So, Walls jumping and I'm getting the ball smashed at the back of my head. I'm lying there. Like, Aye, but they're jumping with their knees up like that. Make sure that well, um, was actually saying, make sure he hit him. <laughs> make sure he hit him. I'm getting blasted in the head with the ball. Did he not take Flying a He took one, didn't he? He took one as well. He zinged it right along the deck. Gary <laughs> Pendy was hitting one as well, wasn't he? Oh, no, you're laughing. Right, so, that's actually true, mate. That's no. actually true. So would he go, he'd still go 4 4 2, kind of Yan and Scotty four, 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 up front? 4 2, aye. I never, never played anything different. Celtic will do this. Boston Chicago will do this. Ah, you'll not change, really. change So it'd be interesting to see how it, uh, how, uh, how they go because I think Celtic have improved. I think they will continue to improve. And Rangers showed last year, you know, they can they can adjust. They they they're a team. They change, they don't will, they? They will change. Mm-hmm. But I I think that it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they get them. Um, who who would you fancy them against? Chelsea just now. Chelsea just now. Obviously, potential Rangers. Chelsea Leeds beat them three 0 at the weekend. Aye, Liverpool are not starting. No, Liverpool I'd like to see them against Man City though, in terms of the way they play. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brendan Rodgers team done alright against Man City, didn't they? <clears throat> was it three three at Celtic Park? No. Dembele uh, scored, uh, didn't he? Aye. Yeah. Think away from home, it was was two one maybe. The Patrick Roberts scored as well. I think he maybe did. Uh-huh. Was it one all maybe? One away from home, it wasn't. They were the first team to beat Man City. I think it was since the start of the season, wasn't it? Brendan Rodgers. Sorry, take points. I'd like to see him against Man City. Aye. Yeah. And obviously, you'd like to see any of those teams. I think any any of those teams at Celtic Park would be a great be a great pull for all the fans. See the Champions League next. Are you more nervous <coughs> than you are for a usual for a normal game? They probably are, but you, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to say it, would you? It's just that it's not more nervous. It's just a different, yeah, different. You don't up need to get yourself up for it. It's a different build up to Aye. the game. You just know when the balls start coming out. You know that like on the the Monday. And the Champions League balls start coming out in training. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this is serious now. Yeah. And it's like when you use the mitres in the League Cup. <laughs> you're playing Premier League. You get <laughs> mitres in. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> <is that>? <laughs> <laughs> Just a well, different, different. What was your first Champions League game? <clears throat> uh, I made my debut against Shakhtar Donetsk. Sub or Stanton? Sub. I came on as a sub. Away. For who? Sorry, who was the manager? Uh, Martin O'Neill. Um, we was it again? It wouldn't have been any inclination for Martin O'Neill. Like nah, nah, nah. nah. So what was it? Just Aidan going get warmed up? Aye, basically. How was that arse? I'm excited to be honest with mm-hmm. you because like, that's all you ever want to do. You want to play. You want to play in the champion. Like, you come through at Celtic. I just always remember Tommy used to always say like, "Don't just be a first team player at Celtic. You need to be a Champions League player for us and play every game for us and do well in the Champions League." And I just remember thinking, like, oh, "I'd love to play in the Champions League." So it's your dream, isn't it? And it was just like, "Well, we're getting beat anyway. We're losing three 0 They had a really, really good <laughs> team shot on it. Fernandinho. That's right. Uh, the big Brazilian Douglas striker. Costa. I see that. As no, well. Douglas. He was uh, a Hulk. Nah, Hulk wasn't there. Hulk he never played for Shakhtar. Peter Brown. Hulk never played for Shakhtar. Who was that with you? Are you like that fringe effect? That's unacceptable. Who was the Brazilian striker? Zenit. Zenit, that was right. Hulk, yeah, he was at Zenit. Who was the Brazilian striker for Shakhtar? Big man Brandao with the big ponytail. Do you remember? No, I can't remember him. They had a really good team though. Fernandinho was like the captain. <laughs> He's looking at me in disgust. <laughs> what was the Call of Duty game when you tore him in the arsehole? That was the same season. Uh, so like a couple what of What age were you there? 18. 18, right. And that was just, was that a start? What was your first start? That was that? your first start. Again, Martin O'Neill? Aye. Um, Again, I, I knew I was going to be playing so I played Motherwell on the Saturday and I scored. 
from nowhere to be fair I started that game from nowhere and I, I scored and I thought we've got AC man on the Tuesday here like is there a chance I could play and he just named the team and I was in it again standard Martin new stuff but that was one of those ones like, you know you have a first a good first five ten minutes and you really settle down Aye. you think I wonder what it's going to be like I think the first time I got the ball I done a step over and got a cross in and it just was like felt loads and loads of confidence well you don't worry then do you because no. your first touch and your first bit of play is good oh, that's, that's the way you are as a young player aren't you you, you, you do did you worry. think like that Aiden I'm going to go and attack him straight away or was it just aye, players that came I would aye yeah. but then if I didn't get by the full back the first couple of times and they took the ball off me that would set the tone for the rest of my game oh, when yeah. I was younger aye yeah. it would do and then as you get older you start to learn that it doesn't make a difference does it really and how was it? So, no instruction for Martin O'Neill when you went into playing? I just go. Nah, I'm, I'm maybe being a bit harsh on Martin. No, but that's maybe the genius. That's maybe the genius. That was kind of the way that he, he was. He was, he was a motivator back then, and he got like, everybody so much respect for him, and every, every young player did. And he just kind of told me to play, and it was like just do what you're do what you've been doing. Simple as that, really, mm -hmm. and I kind of did. Because he used to tell Lenny to do step overs, didn't he? Oh, Aye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then what, what about their players' reaction? Your like <clears throat> the big players at Celtic's reaction to you after that game with the. The buzzing off you? Uh, it wasn't really a team like that, was it? No, nah, not really. Uh, no, nah, I just do, I do remember that John Robertson kind of pulled me to the side after the game and was like, that hey, you need to settle yourself down. Like, not in terms of you're getting big headed or that, but be prepared for <laughs> now you're, you've kind of arrived. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A wee bit like that. Prepare yourself for everything that's going to come your way now. You know, headlines and being in the press and stuff like that, because before this you were relatively unknown. Uh, that can make me think before I must have done alright tonight mm. and did you go to Carbon straight after because it had been a Tuesday night probably I think it ended up no it was a Wednesday night I think it was a Wednesday bamboo no, I was out uh, I was out mate <laughs> <laughs> no way <you're> not. <laughs> straight away uh, wait, see when you're doing South how do the big obviously Everton's a big club how do how do the players down there look at Celtic and Rangers I know I know what they think of the league but um, what about Celtic and Rangers aye well you would say that more so when, when they play against each other um, some of them want to go up and, and sample it who wanted to go up do you remember no, Stubbsy used to organise all that stuff. Did he? Um, I think when Rooney's been up to a few. He sat in the Celtic in the That's the weird thing for England about me. Loads of players, loads of players <clears throat> disrespect the Scottish League, but see when it's Celtic Rangers, everybody's wanting tickets to go. Aye. Did I? Aye. Aye. Everybody's always like, I'll go to a Celtic Rangers game. And I'm like, no, you've been sl slagging the Scottish League, mate, last year. Yeah. Aye. They, they don't have a high opinion of the league at all. Um, you, you've been down there, you know. And But when the games come around, then I, you'll get, you know, a group of boys maybe going up for, for the game. So did you come up with a group of Everton boys? <clears throat> I never went to them. Did you know that? Yeah. Why, just for the hassle? I'd, I'd been. Yeah. I'd been and I just... I, I, at that point, going up the night the night straight after a game, then go to the game, come back down, couldn't be bothered. Bothered, uh -huh. So I didn't, I didn't go. What about Everton? Were you any of the boys go up for that? <clears throat> I, think, I think Jags went up a few times. I'm sure Jags did. Oh, Jag Elk, yeah. Aye. Uh, because he's, he's good mates with Gordon Smith's son, isn't he? Oh, the agent, right? Aye. Uh, I'm sure Jags went up a few times. No, just the lads would say I'd love to go to a game, but not, not, no loads of they them. Weren't they, it wasn't like they would ask you stuff about it. They weren't interested until that game came That in. game came around. Just that game yeah, yeah. Unless I was a young player that was coming through, they'd be like, what's he like? Because they, they obviously, they're aware of them, but generally they wouldn't be that bored unless... I've got pals that have played up there or their pals are playing up there. Would Big Dunk ever talk about <clears throat> No. I see not that bothered anyone now. No. Well, it, it wasn't then. Um, but to be fair, it, Big Dunk was like... He wasn't really a Rangers fan, was he? Like, that's the impression I got from him. He wasn't really that bothered. 
No, see, because of how he, or the reasons why he left uh-huh. and the stuff with the SFA, he just wasn't interested. And even he got towards the end and he would always, he would always join in with the banter, but he still kept a, a distance. And if we ever done anything like end of season, went away to my beer, he's, him and his wee mate would come and they would keep a distance, then come in. It wasn't like he was always right in the heart. The aye, but he was there. Yeah. I tell you the story. With I wasn't there because last time I did go up the road. But there was a night the players had a night out. They did. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Zamion had a night out. On a Saturday, we had a game on the Wednesday, we played Birmingham, and we get, we get battered off of Birmingham on the Wednesday, and then on the Thursday, Moise had, had pulled everybody in, and they were like, uh, I'm in there last night after that game, and the manager's telling me, you have, have all been out on the piss. Unacceptable. What happened? And somebody says, oh, Gaffer, it was a, a team meal, everybody was there. And I, I was like young, so I'm like, it goes, were you there? Were you there? Were you there? Were you there? Go to me. Were you there? I was like, no. Big dunk. Were you there? Aye. I'm like, you weren't there. He's like, I know, but just I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I'm there. And I'm like, bastard, we didn't go after him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, terrified of getting into trouble. Uh, and he's like, aye, 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 I was there. Why, <laughs> why, why do you think he done that just so it wouldn't look as bad because he was there? Nah, he's taking a bit no, of a No, just because, blame, it, huh? because of the, and it was true, the story was that it was a team night out. And I I think I'd, I'd went up the road, I wasn't I wasn't there. Yeah. And he wasn't there. But he's just like, well, if it's a team night out, it's a team night out. We're all, we're, all, we're all in it together, basically. Yeah. And it was it was weird. And then as soon as he said it, and then I says, you weren't there. It's like, it doesn't matter. I thought, aye, all right. He was just hiding behind the plant pot, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you. <laughs> Come here, you. What, did you ever, was he still mad on his pigeons? You remember you telling me no, when you were there? I wasn't close to Dunk, to be fair. I said nah. that last time, nah. I was, I was for a bit, like, going well with him and stuff, but he, he, there, was a, there was a difference because he was a coach. You know, you oh, have right, a different uh-huh. relationship as to him being a player. Right. It's a totally different relationship, but... Yeah, he was, he, was, he was sound when I was at the before. Uh, right, Newcastle, they look like they did something special this year. What a result, 3-3 three, three at Man City. Mm. How far can they go? Ken, we're talking about Leeds Europe. Can, can Newcastle break into that top four? Uh, they're on the right track. Mm. I was there yesterday. Oh, were you right? Uh, it was incredible. What they, atmosphere? They were, well, you were doing that game, weren't you? They were sensational. You did all right, didn't honestly, you? You get a bit? Busy, mate. Ah, busy. Few quid. Um, amazing. They were amazing. The first 10 minutes, Man City... Looked like they go in front and then they're just going to blow them away. And I thought they, they kept getting in the space and between midfield and defence, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Foden, they kept just in Gundogan, they just kept picking up the ball. And I'm like, this is going to be a long, a long afternoon. Newcastle just kept pressing. St. Maximum was incredible. He was a uh, joke. What a player, Walk, Kyle Walker get paced nearly every time yesterday. And it's, wow. I don't think that's ever happened in his career. He's I watched it all, but Kyle Walker, I still I fancy Kyle mm. Walker over like 40 yards, but yeah. it's when someone's got the run on him and gives him 10 yards. St. Maximum was getting there, yeah. wasn't he? But he wasn't. But normally his recovery pace is uh, really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, he never get back in, but he I always was... found St. Maximum would pace him and then he would 
Walker would recover, aye. but it's already done by that point. You're going. He says maximum going to play for a top team. Aye, if he played like that, that every week, it was like, it's you no know how when you're younger aye. and you just get it and you just want to run straight at somebody. Aye. That was so what it was like yesterday. Puts the defenders like, in the back foot. Touch bang. He'd one, he'd, the first three times he was faced the guy up, he faked it on his right, dragged it on his left, and it worked every single time. Aye. I'm like, the next time he's going to step inside and the defender's going to buy the dra- yeah, <laughs> dragged in the left. It was incredible. They, they were brilliant. It was a it was a brilliant game. And then the Bruyne's pass. Unreal. Oh my god. Yeah, what incredible. a player. Oh, he's the best midfielder about now, isn't he? Oh. De Bruyne. He makes he makes them, well. them yeah, for ten yards of me. Like, so. You've seen the run through the legs. <laughs> that was an incredible pass, man. Newcastle need to get wee Matty Longstaff back in the team, so didn't it? It was at Aberdeen last year. He's well like him on yesterday. I don't know, right, didn't yeah, he? I quite like him. Uh-huh. Um I think that do you know when when the takeover happened, everybody was like, "Oh, get Mbappe, get Messi, get all these players." But anyhow, to be fair to him, he's brought in the right type of players, the right characters. Boy, Bruno's good as well, isn't he? He's a player. Right, good. Well. Madrid like for him. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to get Mbappe in that anyway. Regardless. No, I know, but you no. know what it's like. They, I'm no, not saying that they've decided not to go for him, but they could have still paid well over the odds for players that uh, they thought would get them to that level, but they've known that he was Saint thirty, 30 Chris million. No, he says, he was, a, he says Chris Wood was the closest to Mbappe in the Premier League. <laughs> I think they paid over the odds, but they had to for all the players that they got in January anyway, because people weren't wanting to sell to them. Aye. Because they knew we we sell to them, they're gonna they're gonna stay in the league. We don't want them to stay in the league. Yeah. But they have they have recruited well. You can't argue with that. Was bit. Walker the fastest you played, didn't they? Oh, mate, Walker, I remember playing against him and he was literally showing you the line. What in your arm? What in your arm? Come into me. Come into me. I'm, 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 I'm dangling the foot. He does the common passion. I just literally. Oh, mate, literally get, get the ball and he's like, like showing you the line. We were playing against White Hart Lane and he, he was showing me the line, mate, about 40 yards of space. And I was like, oh, I can't, <laughs> can't even attempt to run him here because he, he loves a battle as well, doesn't yeah. he? He loves getting close to somebody. Well, coming inside past it. And was he running you the other way as well? Yeah, he's not massively. Whenever I played against him, I don't think he was massively attacking. He wasn't like. So like Danny Alves or something like that. Yeah. Or, uh, Did you play against Alves? I've played against Alves before. Uh, not just I'm not just used to him as, him as an example. A proper attacking fullback would pass and go. Stephen yeah. Carr, for example, like yeah. where he was like pass inside, bomb on. Telfer. Paul Telfer. Uh-huh. Uh, Try to think another right back from Sevilla. Can't. Remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's sure. Was Walker the quickest though? Aye. Same with you, fan. Yes, he's still Aye. the quickest as well. Yeah. He's like 30, 32, 33. Yeah, yeah. he's a freak. Yeah, he was. He was but they're, they're all quick. They're all quick. I remember Mika Richards when he was younger as well. Oh, just he was a big star. Yeah, he, he was, was a monster. Man, just 18 year old, just a giant, quick, bouncy, aggressive nerd. Sometimes, like, if you're, I'd be the target to go and hit, and you get a run at the defender. Well, on the dad, they'd hit you on the diet. So you on, get a run no. at the defender, stick your knees in, hear them wins. Oh. Nah, he's just. I just hear him running for the back, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're all like that. Yeah, they were all like <coughs> big and powerful and that's again Newcastle. What was the Newcastle team? You've that, I think you played against the team Shearer, Bellamy, Speed, Dyer, Woodgate. Yeah. They were a proper team as well. Was it Bobby Robson at the time? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember who the manager was, but I playing against these players. You know they're obviously a big club. You go to their stadium; it's it's packed. The atmosphere's brilliant, and you're playing against you know top top players. Um. But I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of actual specific games. I think we, I think we beat them quite a bit. I think we always done well against them. Um, I remember even with Birmingham, we played them at home. They had like Owen, the boy Jose Enrique, 
try to think who else should have been in that, in that team. And we'd, we'd always do well against them, but top players, top players. How but, was Bashir frightening? Aye, it was Strongest guy alive? Aye. So aggressive. Is he? Aye. So aggressive, strong, just an unbelievable finisher. He, I, I remember probably more as he got a wee bit older and he was starting to lose the, the pace, but still he just like pin boys and just an absolute machine. Mm. And he was a top, top player. Um, they talk about, you know, Harry Kane and all them. Shearer's, Shearer better. Shearer's, Shearer's definitely up His there. record's unreal. Oh, you think he never played, for, an, he never played for a top team? No, no, I know. But, but playing, in, playing against the guys he played against. Yeah. Animals like Martin Keogh and Tony Adams. I bet you they come off the park thinking, yeah. he's he's gave as good as he's got today. They would always say, wouldn't they, if, if somebody was to ask them who was the hardest like, strike he played against, it would always be Henri <laughs> or Shearer. Shira would always be mentioned, wouldn't he? Yeah, just yeah, hard, yeah. like stand up to anybody. Because it was like if you played up front, you knew you were getting clattered. You had to, you had to get back a wee bit. But he had, he had something about him, and I'll bet you none of them enjoyed playing against him. No, and you played uh, Bellamy. How was he? He was he sound, wasn't it? Ah, he was actually. Remember yeah, his first but, day Ferrari, Matt. Ah, uh, hi, but ah, uh, was too fair. First time I'd ever seen a Ferrari actually, but misunderstood. I thought yeah. came with a reputation, didn't he? Of like, soonest let him go from Newcastle because. You can see why. Like he probably slide had, his tash, didn't he? Ah, he probably slide his barnet that as well. <laughs> but he just you see the way you can see the way he was, like, and that's why he, he had a bit about him, didn't he? He was mouthy. He spoke his mind, did an opinion, which is I have no problem with. But I, I thought he was a bit misunderstood. Is he a good player? Oh, I mean, Very good player. I, I, I thought he was just a speedboat, no driver. Aye, when he came, aye, that's what I thought. Player. Like, oh, he's rapid. That's it. Actually, brilliant on the ball as well. Yeah. And he was really, really good for me. He was really good for me because I was only. 18, 19, he was, gave me a lot of good advice as well. Really? would pull me to the side and tell me things. And I, I would always speak highly of him. Because you know he's got a reputation. Yeah, yeah. Craig Bellamy, he speaks his mind, he says what he thinks. But he was really, really good. But you know when you get guys that are... I don't mind that standards demanding. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. mind that. When they train and they play, the, things annoy them if they're not right. Uh -huh. Because they want to do as well as they can. They want to win. But off the part, they're, they're totally different. Or when they're not in that, that zone, right ultra competitive they're, they're totally different it's yeah. just it's just the, the, the nature of them was he there with Larson? was it no, just after see, Larson? it was just after but I just remember I've just thought of Bellamy and, and I've just seen Shearer's name there as well just remember, Jackie McNamara had his testimonial dinner and it was like in Donegal there was about five dinners man this guy was wheeling up at all sorts of money <laughs> Jackie man. oh there was about five dinners mate five golf days Simon Donnelly was the uh, guest speaker at everyone wasn't <laughs> we had to we played on a Saturday and we had to go straight to Ireland the full team so like imagine that now like the full team like a compulsory Aye. trip to Ireland for Aye. somebody's testimonial dinner in Donegal and we went there and it was like a, the Saturday night was like a black tie event again it's unheard of a black tie event for a player's dinner and Bells was like, had quite a few drinks that day everybody had and he was battering Shearer. On the text? Because <laughs> they'd fallen out uh -huh. and he was battering, do you remember that? Uh -huh. He was battering Shearer on the text and he was like, I'm gonna, I've just texted Shearer, I just said, old man, hang your boots up, you're finished. <laughs> and we were like, aye, good one mate. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, have a look. And he's like, got Shearer's writing back to him like that. If you ever come back, I'm gonna take your head off. <laughs> and, he's, and he's just writing back to him like that, old man, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> and like so it was a black tie doing Brian Quinn that was a Celtic like chairman at the time was speaking on stage and Bellamy walks in with a denim jacket on and we're all sitting there with a black tie and he walks in and he's like swagging through everybody's like get him off stage <laughs> <laughs>
He was a good guy. I remember he used to come at youth watch youth team games. He's mad at his football. Uh huh. He loved it, didn't he? Uh huh. But I remember the same. Like he would give you like no advice, but if you'd watched the game, what are you thinking there? Why are you doing that? Yeah. No, he was. You'd never expect that from him. Do you know what I mean? He had a bad rep. He had a bad reputation. Maybe. Rightly so, I don't know, but he was very, very good at Celtic. I that think. kind of personality fitted in with that team was sitting on as well, well because Sutton that used to have him on post as well. Like they would be massive time to him, but wind him up and he would bite every single time. <laughs> like doing volleys or something and uh Bell would stick three back three past the post and Sutton would be like, put one on my left foot, put one on my left foot, youngin. <laughs> and he would like volley it like left foot across his body top and he'd be like, That's how you do it, Bella's young man. That's <laughs> and Bellas would be fuming. <laughs> But people didn't know how good Sutton was as well, eh? Ah, it's a joke, mate. How joke, his mate. technique in that was ridiculous, wasn't it? Did you play against Sutton? Aye. Played Good. against him up here and when he was at Villa. Oh, he went to Villa, didn't yeah. he? Uh-huh. Aye, he was a good player. Uh-huh. There's another one, you talk about being hard and, and dealing with the, the physical. Aye, uh, Sutton was good. Because he played with Shearer, he would have played with Shearer at Blackburn, uh, wouldn't he? Ah, uh, it was uh, SAS, wasn't it? SAS, course, uh-huh. Come on. Because uh-huh. I, I always thought the story was that Sutton text... Sheared off Bellamy's phone, but it was just actually. It was Bellamy, Bellamy. aye, it was Bellamy. Because we you've just stuck him in, because that was that was Bellamy's excuse. <laughs> no, no, to be honest, mate, I don't think he actually kills anyway. What was it? Was there a game he scored a hat trick with his left foot, right foot? It was a joke. Was it Hamden? Uh, Marine saying was, that. I think it was Dundee United. Dundee United away. Tannadice it was. Uh-huh. Tannadice, he's one of the best right. hat tricks I've ever oh, seen. Oh, unbelievable! First one was like top right, top right, top right corner, right across the body. Next one was like a volley when it was left foot. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he was brilliant when he came to Celtic. And to be fair, he had to do well though because he was kind of trying to rebuild his career yeah. a little bit yeah. after bad publicity in Newcastle, being let go. Uh, but he done, he done really, really well for us. I'm just then, a, I wasn't surprised he didn't stay, to be honest with you. Like, why? He probably used it as a stepping stone. He got what he wanted. We, Celtic got what they wanted. He done really well, albeit we didn't win the league. Lost it on the last day. Um, uh, he was there, that, he was there, there he there, for that, eh? He was there, but... And then he went on to play for Liverpool and Man City after that, didn't uh, he? I think he signed for Blackburn after this. It was Blackburn. And then everyone's like, <clears throat> back backward step. I know it's the Premier League and stuff like that, but I think he was... I gave a, a very good contract. Yeah. Uh, but he was, he was really good. I've not a bad word to say about him. Right. But you look at that, I know we're moving on, but he came up and done well. They no score like 16, 17 Aye. goals. And then he's getting that move. You spoke about what do people think of Scottish football? He's getting a move to Blackburn. So because what's he thinking? If I stay and score 30, am I going to get a better move? Or do I go to Blackburn, rip it up and, and get I just don't think financially at that point, Celtic... Nah, same now, that's what I don't think Celtic really could have... Nah. They could have been competitive with what teams in England were offering them. Mm. When you think of that, it's mad that they managed to keep a hold of Arsenal for as long as they did it, with mm. the money he would have been on compared to what he could have been on. But I think I think Larson was settled, wasn't he? Yeah. Certain clubs fit certain players, and I think Larson was. I think if it was nowadays, it'd be different. It'd be a, a bigger, uh, a bigger challenge because if he was doing it now, and my Man United comes in, you're talking that's two, three, two, two, three, three hundred grand a week compared no, to hundred grand a week yeah. back then. Maybe or hundred and forty or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. right. We're on at Arsenal because mm. they look absolutely mm. brown. I think Bournemouth for a decent team, and they absolutely battered them, yeah. didn't they? Could yeah. they? Top four contenders, not just contenders, but I think they'll definitely get in this year. I think we put them in, didn't we, last week? I think we did, did you put them in? I, I put them in, I left Chelsea. Jesus, is, Jesus is brilliant. He's got his mojo back. Yeah. Just, just getting that responsibility to be the main man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Main man, going to play. He's probably been sold. Look, you're coming in to set a standard. You've got a lot of young players running about you. Go and play how you can play. Inspire the ones running about you. Give him that responsibility. And he's responded to it. They've looked really good. 
Um, but but I think they've all looked really good, and it shows you. We spoke about this as well about a manager getting time to, to build and, and put his put his stamp on a team. A lot of young players in his his tenure as manager. A lot of older players own fortunes that, that he wasn't frightened of Bamiang. No, no, not for me. See you later. Um, and he's he's just moulded the team into how he wants. He's fitted the players in. Zinchenko's another one. Top player. What top player sign. Is, eh? uh, but it's two players that probably when you looked at Man City, you're going, why do they keep getting a chance? Uh, they're uh, not they, good they, enough they, for yeah, Man, City. Man City. Then they leave and you go, Oh right, aye, aye. I was like, he's just played quite safe when he played for Man City, and now you see when him. He like he's when he first arrived, though, he came as the unknown quantity, didn't yeah, he, from yeah. Brazil, and hit the ground running, like scored like eight in his first nine games or something. Like that. His record was a joke, and he was the main man. And then, gradual over time, he just became a kind of bit of a bit part player, didn't he? And that's that's right. What you're saying about going going back to Arsenal, where he is. By the way, you're going to play every week here, and you're going to be the top man, and he's responded to it. He is, a, he is a top player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this podcast goes all different ways. I, st- I wasn't even thinking about bringing this up, but talking to Brazilians, was, how was Janinho when he came? Were you in the first team that time? Because he, he didn't really suit a Martin O'Neill nah. team, did he? But he, what, what a player he was, nah. Oh, he was incredible, mate. In he's training? Ability, man. He's incredible, mate. What, up there with one of the best you've seen? Aye. Was he? In, in training, anyway. He had so much ability, but again, <clears> the, the, the Scot- you could say did the Scottish game suit him? Maybe like not. Martin O'Neill played Pierce, he, he played, he played in England, though. He played in England in the Premier League. Know, he played in- it's different. It's different. You're coming up there, you're never going to do anything apart from kick him. Doesn't matter how good you're up here, you're kicking him. But he played... You're he played for Middlesbrough who, only, who weren't running as like a footballing team were they? they had like Ravinelli, Emerson they, they brought that kind of flair and tried to play like that and it's not that Celtic are good players as well yeah. I know but it's like right smash them keep them out of the game don't let them dictate I don't even think I know what you're saying I just don't think he even got that he just never got into a rhythm yeah. he never got into a rhythm he started probably like four, five, six games in a row then it was like when when's he going to When's he going to kick on here? Yeah. And you just seem to the games just seem to pass him by a little bit. But is it because that football was maybe a wee bit direct? Maybe a bit direct, possibly. And he just he was playing that position where he, I just always find I'd watch him and I'd be like, he's not really affecting the game. He's trying to play as a number ten, but maybe he's better playing off the left and drifting mm. inside. Like a Maravchik type role. Aye. Uh, he, he literally would play as a ten, and then how do you squeeze him into a team if you're going to play two strikers and it's going Sutton, to be Hartson, Sutton and Hartson or Sutton and Larson? And, uh, but in training, man, he was incredible. Mate. Was he, yeah? What, like Megs and. Oh, so you know that one where you like. Drag it. Where you drag it behind you and it's like a. What did the kids call it? your wee boy done? Oh, ah, yeah, that one, uh-huh. aye. It's like a hocus pocus or something, that uh-huh. one. He was the first guy to ever seen do that. In training? Ever, mate. Who did he, who, who did he do? He done it in training in a box. The ball came to him and you know it's a one touch box and he's let the ball run through him and he's went to, you know, to like drag it behind himself. And, and it was Ulrich Lawson and he's went through his legs and we were all like what <laughs> the fuck Ulrich Lawson? Ulrich Lawson we were like we were like Janinho mate oh, I do you know why you were like what was that mate no, we were like what was that mate you've just done and he showed us and it's just his ability was a joke like one touch shooting and like you know like, you zing the ball out and you've got that like, touch yeah, yeah. finish he would always like control it outside his foot and bounce it back up again and like sidewind a volley wow <laughs> so is much it ability is it wee Mizuno's he aye He's so small though as well. Uh-huh, he's so, so, so lightweight. Jim O'Brien shouting Nino turn around. Nino! Fucking passes the ball! Guys on the World Cup. Janinho's on the World Cup. He's playing for the Reds. He's at Shivery. Jim O'Brien abuses it. Funny story about Ulrich Larson because 
I liked Elric Lawson. He was a strange guy, but funny. I know exactly what you're going to say here. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I know exactly so what I was is. working in the in the boot room one day, and uh, I used you'd always like looking at the dressing room, see what first team players were. But so Elric Lawson comes out the shower, he's drying himself, and I just look through. He doesn't know I can see him, so he's looking, and then he starts drying his balls, and then he smells his balls, and he goes, "Hello, Mister Sweaty Balls, man." <laughs> But I was thinking, oh, how's these boys still smell? He's just been in the shop. <laughs> I mean, what you didn't know was he knew you were there. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. Are you guys putting a shift in that button? As soon as I, as soon as I brought that name up on you, you would say that story. Oh, wait, that's my favourite story in, in life, oh. man. He was a strange character, who nah, was, he wasn't he? Oh, he was different. But actually, he wasn't a bad player. And he was a, he was a one that used to. Oh no, it was Melberg I'm thinking about. All of Melbourne. Melbourne. When he used to get interviewed, he'd always like. Scratchy. He was a handsome boy, wasn't he? Oh, aye. Uh-huh. I remember Lawson. He was at Astonville as well, wasn't he, Lawson? Lawson, I yeah. went to Astonville. What about Jorinho? Were they players as well? How, how were they with him? Would he have got on with that sort of pattern that they had? I don't think you'd remember that. Just, just like a typical foreigner, to be fair. He was a nice guy. Uh-huh. Nice guy. Liked, like, wasn't, I wasn't like annoyed when he wasn't playing. Like, he was annoyed, but. He, he wasn't a bad guy at all. He wasn't a bad egg whatsoever. Nah. He, was, he was like a good lad. Like what a nice a guy. Remember the boy Amoruso came on? Do you remember him, the striker? Amoruso, he came on trial. Do you remember that with Dela Pena? Like, oh, I remember Dela Pena. How good was he, mate? How did we not sign him? I know, he was a joke, wasn't I remember he? him training. I was like, is this that Dela Pena? He was at Barcelona. Uh-huh. Absolutely ran the show in La Liga for the last 15 years. Scary. Uh, right, have you watched the Arsenal documentary? No, I know yet. Have you not watched I've it? I've done every game that's been on in the last. Uh, week. You're busy, I've, mate. Alright, I get time. that. I've watched about it, mate. What do you think? Interesting. <laughs> you're not having it, mate. No, I think. It's about Brent, isn't it? I think I think he, he's he's got good ideas. He does have good ideas, and the players seem to have responded to him. But there's some things there you just you'd love to. I've heard. But do modern? Stuff. I think modern players do love this stuff, don't I? Don't, I don't know if they do. Mate. do you know I, I think modern managers love that stuff. You know, like the, when he's drawn the road, or uh-huh. he's drawn the, the heart and the brain. There's like maybe faces on them, yeah. and then he's got the bit behind, and it's the supporter. I think you can just talk about just that instead of drawing a diagram. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just. It's what works for him, isn't it? And have you seen the light bulb? If it's, he puts the light bulb in, have you seen it? So he draws a Y and then the light bulb, and then you. No, put, he's actually holding bulb a light bulb. And it, like plugs, a it, plugs it into the wall. Right. Edison invented the light bulb, and he's talking about how it gets fed, uh, the plug right, okay. up to the, the shine bright. No, I've not seen that bit yet. I thought shine you meant the light bulb like where he draws a draw- diamond. He starts singing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant he draws a light bulb and then he does a wee face and does a wee head at the side of it, like a wee circle, and it's like somebody bending over. Have I seen that one? I've never seen that one. <laughs> no, I've I'll do it for you now. Right, go that. While you're saying that, how you played on that was one of my questions. Oh, yeah. shows it. Have you been on the licenses with Yogi where you think he's doing... Um, no. You think he's doing... Have you heard of it? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you heard this with Yogi? No. So I always thought your A license or your B license is so serious. And he'll... Does that mean for the light bulb, mate? Aye. He's for Trouser people that can't obviously see this. <laughs> Good. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, it looks like Kev That's what I thought you meant he was doing. I thought, uh-huh. that's what I thought you meant he was doing. No, I mean, he's seen it so many times. Imagine he done that. That's what he done. Hey. <laughs> hey, you fucking play with passion. How many? How, how often does he swear when they swear, the swear word doesn't really go in the sentence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, who, who's been one, who's managers you've had whose team talks or something thinking, what the fuck is that? The canoe could be like that sometimes, mate. We'll leave that at you. And you're thinking, what the fuck? Uh, Where are you I'm going with this, man? Talk about that. Hey. Huh? Yeah. Oh, because you're still playing, eh? Uh-huh. I think it's hard when you're still playing. Uh-huh. Although, but you didn't need to name it. Is there anything that's been said in particular? But when you've been playing, you're like, what the fuck does that? I remember the canyon spoke about an Olympian washing his hands 
for like 20 minutes, mate. We are sitting there freezing fucking cold <clears throat> December and he's telling us about how an Olympian washes his hands. 20 minutes it lasted, mate. Why? Fuck no, his preparation or something he was talking about. For Just what? went off on tangents, mate. What's washing your hands got to do with spin? Because that's the he, the Olympian washed his hands a certain way before every time he trained. All oh, right, so, so you've talked about just uh, a superstition. No, so, that's how he prepares for training, aye. and he talked about how your lack of preparation and is it this is what the elite athletes do, mate. But as I say, it was like minus three. Aye, in but December if he doesn't wash there. his hands for say it's ten minutes and he loses a race, he's going to say I should have washed them for twenty. So he's trying to get you to be superstitious so that you're worrying about your performance. And oh, I, mean, I had no idea where it was going to go, and then he's like, after training, I show you in the toilet. So he take you in the toilet and show you how the Olympian washed his hands. And you were like, what is this, man? All right, Lewis was on the sink with the balls. What about an amazing team talk you've had? Can you remember any brilliant ones? No, no specifically, but I say this all the time, Big Egg was top class at team talk. Talk, was he, Brilliant. How did it always come up with something new every week? I'm thinking, how the fuck? He speaks every day about something new. definitely... Got a psychologist, or he's, he's watching psychology videos definitely because I've heard other people use the same things right. that he's done before as well. Oh, have you? Right? But he draws on the board and he, he, he's like grabbing the team's attention. That, that there's no way he's coming out of stuff on his own. On his own, nah, nah, do you know there's how? There's no way. You see the bit where he's done the graph and it's like he was talking about the heart scare they had when he was when a kid. He was a kid uh -huh. But then by the end of it, there was about eight thousand words on the on the board, uh -huh. with like little diagrams and stuff. I was like. There's no way everyone can take all that information. That information, nah. No way. How, what would Big Eight just get your... He just, he just had a why. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember specifics. He just got you fired up. He got you ready. Uh, I've told you the story about when, when Walt was a manager and he used to get wee Billy. Oh, wee Billy for the, uh, the wee fizzy. Uh, jokes. That's brilliant. I, thought I never thought Walt Smith would be like that at all, eh? I wasn't ready for it <laughs> because you're sitting there ready to go. He kept, kept checking his watch. And, and all the preparation had been done, and he'd be like, right, lads, you know what he's doing. I'd still have a brilliant team talk, but you know what he's doing. Right, right blood up you get. I'm like, what's happening here? Were you guys rolling about the fire telling who's, jokes? Who's this that would tell? The masseur. Oh, the Chelsea boy. Have you seen the Chelsea boy? tell all the jokes. We're just, that's the last thing that we remember getting out into the game. I wonder how he gauges like what games that you mm. need that and what games you didn't. No, that was a routine now. What, every After game that, he would tell a joke? Tell the jokes. That's mad, eh? That is, and it was I, think, I think it's true. I think it's right. Like, I agree with that though. I don't. I think you can be overloaded with information right. the full week yeah. and you're constantly thinking about the game right before you go out and then he goes, right. Let's lift the middle a little yeah, bit. Brilliant. But then you'll start to look and go and play. Look for it. Relax a little bit. You bloods get all the tail jokes, can't wait. Uh -huh. You've got a game. So you're not listening to what he's fucking saying, you're just waiting on me, You just know it's coming. He's, he's doing all these things during the camp and all that. It's, aye, it's mental. There, there have been a few dodgy ones I'm not telling you about. But what, no, but no, no, but just like no, certain things that they spoke about. players' names wrong and oh, really? the instruction and. Getting the attributes of some players wrong. See when somebody he gets their player he wrong. He can't run and he's an Olympic sprinter. Things like that. <laughs> See when somebody gets their name wrong, do, do players ever correct it? The shoulders just go down. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andy oh, tells going, it. Pedro Cachino called Barry Mackay Robbie for like three weeks. <laughs> and Andy's like, tell me your name's fucking bad. No, I would say, nah, I would say that, but it'd be like, you know, certain certain things, you know what it's like, like you go into a team talk with certain managers you date with everyone even the best your they've life. got a certain thing they dare say and you're like 
count how many times they say, you know, or count how many times this <laughs> no. happens, and then or you're out and you're at the meeting and you're going, oh, what about that one? That was a cracker, and you've no, no remembered. So Kev McDonald, I've said that again on the on the podcast. Well, you know, Kev McDonald, it was uh, he was Aston Villa reserve manager. He's got a great record. He came to Swindon and me and Top Edo sit next to each other every time without fail. It might not have been start middle or end, but he'd always get in. We all know you're good footballers. It's about proving you're good footballers. Every time I give the island, he was he was standing Great guy, mate. I loved him. Actually, says to you, you always hear accent as well because he's from Inverness. Inverness, mate. Uh, he was a top man, but he loved that, mate. He'd go off on a rant, and he would always end up with that, and he'd do that wee stuff every time, bro. Uh, right, you played with Arteta. Aye, good guy, top player. Was he brilliant? Aye, uh? he was just, he was top player. Um, Did he have that belief? Because he seems like he's got that himself. A real. Like he could join in the 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 banter, but when he trained, he was so focused and so serious about what he was doing, and he was a he was a phenomenal football player. Was he? Huh? Aye, great touch, vision. He could range a pass and just you know how when somebody just kicks a ball nice. Yeah, just unbelievable technique. And could you see him as a manager by Infadi? I know he was young. I don't think you look at I don't think you look at players um, really, but. He, he had like, I think he was one of, certainly Everton, he, he was one of the first to get like a chef and, and start really worrying about preparation and stuff like that. Um, but he was so, like we played, I know we spoke about the, the Villarreal, we played Villarreal, we played, played another team in Europe where we had to score goals. It might have been the same season actually, Dynamo Bucharest at home, where he, he put him on the wing, why well, he put him on the wing? Because his delivery was that good. And he was just phenomenal. Like, mm. take people on, skills. So he could go and kind of play balls, anywhere? Dunk through the middle, get crosses in the box. He was he was a phenomenal football player, really was. Do you play against him? No, I don't think. Not Rangers, he's before me, was it? No, he's before me at Rangers. He was a funny, uh, funny guy, actually, as well. Is he a funny guy? Yeah, he was all right. He'd, he'd get involved in the, the banter. Just ah, because he does that a wee bit uh, in the documentary. I heard about him, got... him and Tim Cahill used to have like a, <clears throat> it was like a fashion show where they'd have, fight, have each other off well, every single uh, day in terms of their gear. Well, we they, did, they, I, they, I like that. It was like, you know how when you're on holiday and everybody's running for the sunbeds? Mm-hmm. When we moved into Finch Farm, they two were running for the locker closest to the mirror. Oh, like know, like they were on holiday for on their tilt. <laughs> what was his, what was his, cl- his club or decent? Because he he's got a bit on the side, didn't he? No, it's better now. It's better now than what it was. But, aye, the two of them would be fine for a mirror. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm looking at myself and that's a stunt. Oh no, we've got the invincible side at Arsenal. Sorry, <clears throat> you played against them as well. Some teams you've played against, mate. Aye, aye, played against the Invincibles. Who's the best team you played against? Invincibles, Man United. See Mourinho's Chelsea, nah. See Mourinho's Chelsea. They would beat you, and they'd be happy just beating you. And they could still beat you 4-0, mm-hmm. but they'd just, be, they'd just be efficient, they'd just beat you. The Arsenal team wanted to battle you. They wanted to humiliate you and embarrass you. I'm getting a flashback, was it 7-0? Seven, 7-0. Seven, if nine. I remember that, 7 eh? Vieira thinks the goal in that. Is that that game? <laughs> I think yeah, I remember that. It's not that, a flashback eh? I remember, but uh, aye, 7-0. Um, they, were, they were phenomenal, really. Like they're all specimens, weren't they? Every one of them, man. Speed Except Philly Dixon. Ball speed. <laughs> ball speed was incredible. Ball speed. <laughs> was it the intensity that they played it to? Just, I Well, they, they just pace everywhere. Um, obviously, Henri was playing Bergkamp with uh, no pace, but top player. Perez, Ashley Cole was there. Vieira. Lundberg when he was, Campbell. was there. Campbell. Uh, so Campbell. Uh, honestly, some team... 
My United team were, were similar in terms of they, they would battle you as well. They'd be like, we're going to, we want to score, and we want to score, and we want to score, and we want to score. So to pick, th- there was a thing a few weeks ago and they were saying, oh, is this the best rivalry in terms of Man City and Liverpool? I, I don't think so. I think that Arsenal, Arsenal Man United Man, for yeah. me, because of the, like one team dominated, the other team made the other team better, and they just kept coming back. And the players they had were phenomenal. Yeah. The seven 0 game for us was we played on a Saturday. Can't remember who we played. We won that game. Liverpool were playing on the Sunday. If Liverpool lost, they couldn't finish fourth, and we secured fourth. And we were playing Arsenal on the Tuesday, or the Wednesday. So the manager after the Saturday says, "Right, job done. Watch a game tomorrow. If Liverpool lose, and we finish fourth." We're in town, meet in this place, wherever it was, we're on it. So we were on it. They're celebrating like we'd won the league. Knowing fine well you got hybrid, you get absolutely smashed. smashed but uh-huh. you, you then go. So were you rough when you played that year? Well, we played them the Wednesday, so it's not the best preparation yeah. to be going out and getting smashed on the Sunday. And they were they were incredible. Absolutely incredible. You think Henry's the best Premier League player of all time? Obviously, Ronaldo, <laughs> but I mean, how he, how he performed in the league. I, I, f- I would tell you, I, 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 I think it's too it. hard to pick. I really you do. need to pick one, though. Uh, go You've one, got to pick one, who are you saying? Like. Parla. Parla was a good player, mate. He was there's, fine, that many, he? You could, you, there's that many, though, you could say, oh, who could we see, though, and how could we see, but the oh, one I would man. say is probably is Henri, isn't it? He was roasting the best centre in the world, mate. Ferdinand, you just Pe- said there when you Terry. named that team there and you go Henri and then Pires. Pires was Bear a joint Bergkamp. Bergkamp was, was an absolute That goal joy, against Newcastle was oh. ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, so it clever, so intelligent as well. Yeah. Pires that season as well. Was he not like player of the year that season? Yeah, I think he was. It was an absolute Double player year, well, But I seen someone the other day that somebody <clears> in that <throat> Arsenal team says they never done shape, never done tactics. No. Just on, going and play. Henri never tied his laces for training either. Wow. Heard that as well. Loads of things. <laughs> no, genuinely, yeah. I believe yeah, in yeah. yeah, like loads of lads are. I mean, Patrick Craig. Uh-huh, Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> he, he was at Arsenal at the time when I was like, in right. Ireland. He used to say, She's only in training. She doesn't try to tie his vapors. Wow. They were a joke. I, I think it's too hard to pick a player. player. What about player, team then? Get, what, Mourinho's Chelsea, Ar- Wengers, Arsenal, or Ferguson's Manu? No, no, Gavin Guardiola. Or joking here's Wimbledon. Or Gavin Guardiola's City a shout, no? On the same, same no, I'm part. just talking about that kind of era oh, that, that he played. Right. Uh, yeah, he played against. Uh, don't know. Through that spell that I played there, they were all phenomenal at different times. It's, too, going, it's too hard to pick. I'm going invincible, I think. Mm. I think over the longevity, though, <clears> of <throat> my, my, my United team, that's the, the trophies they won. You could probably make an argument for them, but that invincible season, who, who goes to the Premier League season unbeaten? Mm. Doesn't happen, does it? I think well, it's only been done once. Uh, yeah. Before that, the treble, treble winner. Aye, the treble winners as well. Phenomenal. Right, this is my new favourite podcast. I hope you're listening to this, Lenny. Which you will be because he's a paranoid. <laughs> right? If you want to know if he gets spotted, yeah, I'm on. Have you got a message from him before he got? He's desperate to get on it, mate. Come on, Slaney. Why, Just why, come why on, mate. You'll be all right. Don't know if he's ready for it. You'll be all why right, not? mate. I look after you. Slaney's a top man, isn't he? He's trying to get his other podcast going. <clears throat> What's the other one? The open going. Uh, the Broomhill one. He's in charge of it. Oh, is he? Uh huh. How's his comeback going, by the way? But he was on the bench Saturday. So he's yeah. been looking good in training. And how we played a bounce game last week, he played no, 35 minutes. Just keep doing me, man. You get your just chance. Just keep doing me, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Just keep running up and doing the pitch, wee man. Is he getting there? He's getting there, mate. Getting yeah. It's going to take him a while because Aye. he's been out for so long, but he's getting there slowly but surely, mate. He still does some things in training and you think, wow. Done, uh, I don't know if we attack him. Might need to now, mate, because we've got, we've got a lot of injuries, so he might yeah. need to come on and play. The plan was for him to play 15 minutes. I hope he's not listening. I might need to play him. No, but. <laughs> he's getting there. Honestly, see, last week he's went ready. by two he's players, ready. dropped his shoulder, left foot, top bin. He's still got a bit, mate, definitely. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.